Welcome to Tice Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. And today's topic is unique. Today's topic is fat birds and pretty flowers. Fat birds and pretty flowers. So important that we understand this truth about fat birds and pretty flowers. You ever seen a, a skinny bird? No, I don't I don't think I ever have seen a skinny bird. It, what it, truth about fat birds are we going to learn today? It's 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 amazing to me when I you talk to people about living by faith. You you say, "Okay. Jesus said in in Matthew, he says, "Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where mm-hmm. moth and rust doth corrupt, and thieves break through and steal." He continues on saying, "Look, don't live for what you can eat or what you can drink or what you can put on. He says, isn't the body more than food and drink? And, and so often, that's what we're thinking about all the time. What are we going to have for our next meal? What, isn't the body more, Jesus said, than food and drink? And he said, don't take thought about what you're going to put on. And He kind of sounds like a mother. You have to eat again, kids? <laughs> Didn't I just feed you four hours ago? <laughs> they want to eat every day, they do. three times a day, that's more right. than three times a day. They want snacks. <laughs> and, and that's what they think about. Can All I get day. something? And they, they run day. to the refrigerator. They yep. leave the refrigerator open <laughs> because they're thinking. We're, we train our kids to think about food and, and then clothing. That's a big yes. thing. I mean, the, 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 you know, I got to go find buy another pair of ripped jeans. Right. You know? <laughs> Or or the kid that doesn't care about their clothes, they're like seven, eight, nine, and then and they three rip months, their jeans. They rip their <laughs> jeans, and three months later they grow out of them, That's and right. then you get new ones, and three months later they grow out of them again. <laughs> clothes so, and food. So yeah, Jesus said, "Look, Jesus said, don't worry about them. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink or what you're going to put on." Hmm. And the whole idea was live trusting me, uh, seek first the kingdom of God. Uh, live for live for eternity. Stop living for for the things on this earth. The Even sad... back then, they had that yeah. that mentality of needing to dress the best, and even having you know needed to be able to be Pinterest worthy. You know, like <laughs> look at my spread that I'm putting out on social media. So here's the deal: um, most people, when you talk about living by faith. Most people, when you think about, uh, when you tell people, well, we're just trusting God, people think, okay, well, that means you're going to be poor the rest of your life. Hmm. You're not going to eat much. You're not going to have to worry about going on a diet because you're not going to eat much. And uh, you're probably dressed in rags. If you're trusting, you know, you're, you're going to wind up being a missionary to some foreign field, and you're going to have to just scrape through life, and you're just going to have very little. Most people equate living for God and walking by faith as a as a as a like a condemnation to poverty. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be poor the rest of your life. Mm. You're going to that's going to happen to you. But in the same passage when Jesus says, "Look, don't worry about what you're going to eat." He says this, "Consider the birds of the field." He said, "Consider the the fowl of the air," is what he what he said. I my when when you were very I don't even know if you were born yet. Oh, yeah, you were born. You were about four years old. We took a trip up to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and then we went from Alberta, Canada, and drove the Alaskan Highway, the Alcan Highway, up into Alaska. We took a trip up there. 
one of the places we stopped up in the Canadian Rockies, we just stopped on the side of the road because there was a waterfall coming down and mom wanted to take a picture of this waterfall. So we walked out to where the, where the river was that was feeding that waterfall. And as we walked out there, we, uh, there was a fisherman all probably about 30 feet away from us to our left. And we're looking through the pine trees and we're seeing this huge, beautiful lake. And as we walked up there, it was just like God set this up for us. As we walked up there, an eagle comes flying out mm-hmm. of the trees and comes right down on the lake and grabs a fish right there in oh, front of cool. us and then took, started flipping its wings as it's hard like as it could. like something you would see on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah wow. it, was so me- it was so neat. And then he took off and, and I thought, man, isn't it amazing how God feeds the birds of the air. And that's exactly what he says. God will take, God takes care of them. And I got to thinking about that. I've never seen, I've seen some scroungy looking pigeons in, in, uh, out in the city of Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, but you know what? Even those scroungy looking pigeons, they got food. They're fat. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, uh, and I, you know, I don't even know if you qualify pigeons as birds, but, (laughs) But uh, the rats, <laughs> the rats. Rat. I apologize to those of you who love pigeons. <laughs> yes, yes. Feed the birds. Yes. Tuppence a bag. <laughs> so, but I'm, what my point is this: God takes care of the birds, yeah. and it's not as though you look at birds and say, "Oh, look at that skinny bird; they're never going to make it." Birds are fat. Mm. Uh, I I just took several pictures. <laughs> of fat birds. Uh, in fact, I'm going to show them to our church to, just to remind them. God takes care of the birds. It's not as though they're going hungry. I mean, you see you see geese flying from north to south, depending on the time of year, and they're always healthy. They're, they've always got something to eat. They're always taken care of. And it's not as though God wants you to be uh, absent of thinking and being and being irresponsible but God wants your focus to be on serving him God wants your focus to be on living righteously well of God course your... it's not absent of because that same eagle had to go and do the work of going down and grabbing that fish that's right they had to work to get it it's not like oh I don't have to do anything to eat or to provide for my family yeah but God provides it. Yeah, but he's not sitting and worrying about, oh, I wonder if there's going to be a fish there for me. Mm. He just goes and does what God made him to do. Yeah. And as he's going to do what God made him to do, the provision, the, is, there. The vis- yeah, the provision is there. Huh. And so God says, look, look, don't worry about your provisions. Trust me. And then he, it's, it's, again, he uses these birds. The idea is God will take care of you. When, when um, we came to Las Vegas, we... We had no idea how God was going to take care of us. We just knew God wanted us to come here. God wanted us to start a church. God wanted us to go door to door. That's what we did. We went door to door. And as we went door to door, God, uh, we were, we, people came to church. We led people to Christ. They came to church. And, and through those people that came to church, there was a provision. It's interesting. When, uh, when uh, Peter came to Jesus and said, uh, Jesus do we pay taxes? His response was, do the children of the kingdom pay taxes? Which is the answer is no. But he says, lest they be offended, 
we could say, hey, I could say I'm the son of God and this is my planet and I'm not paying taxes to you. I own the land that you wanted to tax me. He could have said that, but he said, he said uh, no, lest they be offended, Peter, you go fishing. You do what you're supposed to do. Go, go, go catch a fish. And in the fish's mouth, you'll find a coin and we'll take care of the taxes. And, and it was enough for Peter and Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So, so the, the, it, it's simple. God just says, God's not saying you're going to be cold or you're going to be, uh, you're going to be starving, if, but I want you to trust me anyway. Paul did say, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Uh, and there are times that you're, that you're not abounding, but, and there are times that you are abasing. I, I have, I, I've told the story over and over again of the time that I walked out of church on Sunday night and we had no food. And I thought, what are we going to do? And when I was walking out uh, outside, uh, I thought, man, as I was walking past the last door, it was after church on Sunday night, we needed money for rent and we needed money for salaries. We had to pay the rent, but we didn't have enough money for rent and salaries. So we after the offering was over, we had enough to pay the salary, or rent, but no salaries. And I'm saying, Lord, what are you doing? Why, why don't you supply our need? And as I was walking out, I smelled a smell from the nursery. And I thought, oh, no, somebody didn't take out the nursery trash. It's going to be me. So I walk in there, and it was a powerful smell. Oh. And I tied the thing up, and I thought, oh, man. A poor God. nursery worker yeah. that had to, had to change that diaper. <laughs> I'm taking it outside. I'm walking across the parking lot, and and I'm thinking to myself, I don't even have a garbage can. We had to rent the gar. We not rent. We had to, uh, the next door neighbors said you can use our our dumpster. Uh, dumpster. Mm-hmm. So, and I had to cut a hole in the chain link fence in order to crawl over to where the dumpsters. And I'm having somewhat oh, of a pity man. party, saying, Lord, I, I don't even have the money to to rent a, a dumpster. I don't have. I don't have. Uh, anything. And, and I'm now emptying this stinky diaper into a, into this trash. Well, I opened the trash barrel or not. It wasn't a trash barrel. It was a four by eight foot dumpster. And I looked inside and I could not believe it. Inside that dumpster, there uh, three quarters of the way full. Uh, it was filled with sausages. Uh, I mean, um, shrink wrap sausages uh, and, and exotic cheeses of all kinds and crackers that were totally and completely, uh, and I touched them, and they were all still cold. And I thought, man, I went and told your mother, what are we going to do? She said, you get in the dumpster, and I'll get the truck, or she, she, <laughs> uh, the car. And she pulled the, the car back to the dumpster, and we unloaded that and filled our freezer up with, with that food. God supplied. Now, that's not the way I would particularly have liked to have him supply, but it was amazing <laughs> what we were eating and how God provided. Since, I mean, during that time and, and other times throughout our ministry, God has taken us. We have we have actually eaten in some of the finest restaurants in the world. Mm-hmm. We we dined in the number one restaurant in all of Mexico. At taken out, we didn't have to pay for it. God just totally and completely uh, supplied for us. God has we have we've eaten everything that you could possibly eat that we wanted to eat because God <laughs> supplies. When God says he will take care of your food, you don't have to think, that means I'm not going to eat much. I'm going to be living on lentils and beans Mm. the rest of my life. That's not what it means. It means 
God will take care of you, mm. just like he takes care of the fat birds. Mm. But that's not all he says. It's not all he says. He says, consider the lilies of the field. He said, don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't consider the lilies of the field. He said, they don't toil. They don't spin. They're, they're like grass. And yet God supplies them. And he says that they're, they are dressed more beautifully than Solomon in all of his glory. He must have been dressed really nice. He when, must you, have, when you think about that and the things that they must have known of what Solomon wore, you know? I mean, I, it just makes me... He was drawing a picture for those people because they would have known. Yeah, it's... it's you're worried... Look, you've worried about the way you're dressing uh, for years and look at what it's done for you. What are you yeah. wearing right now? Right. Why don't you just trust God with that? He'll, he'll dress you better than Solomon... Uh, if, uh, you'll look better than the lily, lilies of the field. Hmm. When I think of that, I think of a story happened to us many years ago. We were still in the dance studio, and um, we got up one mo- morning, and Mom only had one pair of shoes. And uh, so I said, uh, she said, oh, David, the strap on my shoe broke. What are we going to do? Hmm. I said, I don't know. She said, oh, can you just pray that God will give me a pair of shoes? And I said, okay, we'll stop right now and we'll pray. And so we prayed I, and said, Lord, Anna needs a pair of shoes. Well, you know your mother, when, when she buys shoes, she goes to Payless Shoe Store right. and gets a $6 pair of shoes and then right. gets the other one for half price for 3 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what she did. So, and the other one would have been for one of us kids, that's not right. for herself. That's it. So we, we, get to, we get to church. We're walking inside church, and a lady named Jeannie Whalen walks up to mom just out of the blue. And she said, you know what? This morning, God just put you on my heart for some reason. She said, I don't know what it is, but you need something. And God wanted me to give you this. And she handed my wife an envelope. And inside the envelope, there was $100. Wow. And my wife said, whoa. Wow. What are you going to, what are we going to do with all this? I said, uh, well, you prayed for shoes, so you need to get $100 (laughs) worth of shoes. God wants you to get $100. And she did. She went out and got $100 worth of shoes. And they weren't, they weren't crummy shoes. They weren't, they're ones that lasted for her for a while. The idea isn't this that God doesn't want you to have things and that God doesn't want you to eat well and that God doesn't want you to dress well. He just doesn't want you to focus on those Mm. things. He doesn't want you to live for those things. He wants you to live for him. He wants you to focus on him. And if you're focusing on doing him, his word, then, then he will bless you. In fact, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 says this, but seek ye first before anything else. It's not that you can't think about what you're going to wear or what you're going to eat. What he says is, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things Hmm. will be added unto you. You don't have to worry about food. The world worries about food. You don't have to worry about raiment. The world worries about raiment. What you need to do is determine to do the will of God. I'm going to seek first his kingdom. I'm going to do, I'm going to live to advance his kingdom. And and then I want to live doing what is right because we're seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added mm-hmm. unto you. 
He wants our focus to not be on the temporal, but the eternal. That's where we are right now. So many, I mean, it's so flip-flopped. People think that we have to have this, look a certain way, do a certain thing. And it's God wants us to be gospel-focused and gospel-centered. And then he will supply what we need. And that's why there's wars and fighting. James says, from whence come war and fightings among you? Come they not of your own lusts, which war in your members? You have not because you ask not. Look, all we need to do is do what God wants us to do and then ask him to meet our needs as we're doing, just like Jesus said in, 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 in his prayer list. He said, pray, give us this day. Lord, let your holy name be manifest through us. Let your kingdom come through us. Let your will be done through us in this earth, just like it's done in heaven. And with that focus, give us everything we need mm. daily. Give us day, day by day our daily bread. Give us what we need every day to do your will, to honor your kingdom. That's where our focus is. And when that, that's where our focus is, then God gives us what we need to accomplish his will. I love how you explain it, that it's it's not this prosperity gospel of, oh, I I am a Christian, and I just think positive thoughts, and I will get the Ferrari of my dreams, and I will get this, and all these blessings are poured on me that I desire. How you explain that it's, no, God gives us these blessings to do his will. The things that he does give us, the things that he does provide, the reason he will clothe us though, you know, better than Solomon in all of his glory, is to direct people back to him. It's not so people will be like, wow, Charity looks great today. Go to church. Oh, wow, you look so nice. Or all these different things about us. Everything that has been blessed to us, given to us by God, is to direct people back to him. Yeah, we're supposed to be salt and we're supposed to be light. Well, we're not going to be good salt if we look like bums right. and we're not going to be it, we're not going to be very people aren't going to follow the light if we're if we're starving to death or if we look horrible so god right. so god takes care of his servants because we represent him and if that's what we're living for god will give us what we need to effectively represent him so i can ask him for material things so that i can do his will and accomplish his purpose and that's the key that's that's what that's what in fact, that's what this whole passage is about. It, Jesus is saying, look, you're salt, you're light. There's certain ways you ought to live. Don't fight with your brothers and sisters. Don't live in lust. Don't divorce your spouse. Be honest and trustworthy. Go to the second mile. Love people unconditionally. Don't live for the praise of men. Live for the praise of God. Give in order to meet other people's needs. And don't lay up treasures for yourself in heaven because moth or on earth because moth and rust corrupts. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Just keep doing the kingdom of God work and be righteous and everything you need. In fact, the things that you want you'll get from God. It's amazing. But when he you live changes that way. he changes your want. When you are living That's for true. him, That's he true. puts the desires inside of your heart. But he gives you, he gives but he you, the gives you things that, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's things that, there's things that I own that I'm like, why do I even have this? Well, <laughs> so you know, this we is, deserve nothing but hell. That's it. And he lets us yeah. do things. I, when I'm talking to teenagers, I say, if you, if you walk away from the things of your flesh hmm. and you live to serve the Lord, 
he will give you back things that you gave away. I, yeah. I always wanted to go parachuting. Mm-hmm. And I thought, when am I ever going to be able to do that? I, I didn't live to do that, but man, I got invited to go to Acapulco one time and preach in a conference. When I got there, there was a singing group that paid for me to go parasailing in, in <laughs> over Acapulco Bay. I never pictured myself doing that. And man, I did it. In fact, I thought, what am I getting myself into? Right. <laughs> Your mother, Here in Acapulco. Your, your mother is watching me take off and fly around Acapulco oh. Bay in a parachute uh, and wondering what in the world is my crazy husband doing and what if he dies? I have to figure out a way to get home. I have to get you know? him. I have to get me and his dead, he, yeah, dead body yeah. back home. <laughs> David, these things that you do to me. <laughs> so oh, There are there's so many blessings that God does provide. And it's such a timely message because our world is very much consumed with materialism, with special name brands of things. Oh, I've had somebody, I remember years ago, someone telling me, oh, well, it's so much higher quality. And I thought, you're going to wear that shirt for three months and be just as tired of it as the shirt that will only last for three months that you're paying $50 for that you can get the same thing for $8. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't understand. I mean, there's things like... Go Ross Dress for Less. Right, right. But there's there are things that obviously there is better quality things. And there's, but so often our world is so much about name brands, so much about who their influencer that they're following and have to have this, what this person has on social media. And it doesn't bring joy. That's right. They get it and they still want more. And I still want more, still want more. But when your focus is not on those things of this world, those extras are just blessings. They, like, wow, they, thanks, God. Oh. That was nice that I have oh. uh, that I have this thing, but I'm going to use it to bring it back to you because my focus is all gospel-centered. My focus is on teaching people about Jesus Christ. And that's what it should be. So next time you're thinking about fat birds <laughs> next time you're thinking about what you want and what and it just and and you and you're thinking that wow if i just surrender to god i'm gonna lose it all remember fat birds and pretty flowers because that is a lesson jesus gave us to remind us you surrender to me and you'll be a fat bird too <laughs> That's great, Dad. Thank you for listening. This is Tice Talks. And it's more than a conversation.